The Capitals, home from the West Coast and earning a day of rest today. Hershey Bears head coach Scott Allen will join us and the Canadians in tomorrow to start a two-game homestand. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, November 23rd. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. Home from Seattle and the West Coast trip, the Capitals were given the day off today and will resume on-ice activities tomorrow at the morning skate with the Montreal Canadiens in town. With the day off today, we likely won't learn anything new about the status of Connor Sherry and TJ Oshie after they miss Sunday's game in Seattle. We also await word on Lars Eller and his COVID protocol status. He's been in quarantine in an Anaheim hotel since the first day of the West Coast trip. It's also unlikely we're going to glean anything new today about Nick Backstrom and Anthony Mantha, but as the team returns to the Eastern time zone, more answers should be coming soon. With some time on today's show, before games resume for the Capitals, we take the opportunity today to once again look north to the Mason-Dixon line and the club's AHL affiliate in Chocolate Town. Perhaps the biggest storyline of the month of November around the Capitals was the parade of players from AHL Hershey to Washington. Most of the month, the Caps were missing as many as five forwards at one time. Nick Backstrom still hasn't shown a lot of progress toward returning. Anthony Mantha's been out since the beginning of the month after a shoulder injury. Nick Dowd and TJ Oshie have been in and out and now Lars Eller in COVID protocol since the start of the West Coast trip. Through it all, the Capitals still have only lost three games in regulation heading into Wednesday's game with Montreal. The question is, where would this team be without the contribution of the players prepared by our guest today here on Caps this morning, the head coach of the Hershey Bears, Scott Allen. Scott, I know this cuts both ways for you. You're thrilled for the success of so many of your players here, but at the same time, you're having a tough time fielding a lineup at the AHL level. What have the last few weeks been like for you? Honestly, they've been exciting. You know what? More exciting for these guys getting opportunity in the National Hockey League with the Washington Capitals and probably most importantly, contributing to their wins. I mean, obviously they've won more than they've lost since those guys have been up there. And that's certainly been exciting times. You know what? We'll manage. We'll find a way. We obviously want to stay in the hunt in the American Hockey League standings. And, and we've done that. It's a credit to the depth of the organization. It's a credit to upper management and what they do when they look for depth players, not only for the National Hockey League, but even for us. So, you know, they put some guys down to South Carolina that are more than capable of getting the job done here. And it's it's important. I want to ask you about some of the guys individually in a moment, but big picture, even though it's been tough in November, I got to believe that when Washington gets healthy and when those guys return to Hershey, they will have gained so much by the experience here. And they also bring it back to Hershey collectively to share with everyone else in your room. So as tough as it is right now, I got to believe that it has an impact later on. It's going to be real positive, not just for the guys who are here, but for the guys that want to come here no doubt about it the interesting thing with all of this is I, i've talked about this before because uh, fortunately i do have experience in these type of situations usually when the guys first get back after being up for you know a significant amount of time 
Uh, believe it or not, they're not very good, you know, for, for, for different reasons, right? I mean, they're playing different roles up there. Um, some guys' minutes are obviously limited in regards to, you know, the minutes they play in the National Hockey League comparable to the minutes they'll play in the American League. Situational, you know, guys will come back and play on our power play down here, which usually isn't the case, though Protoss had six minutes in power play time, which is unreal. It's outstanding. It just shows you a lot about the player and, and the confidence that Lavi and his staff have in him. But uh, we're going to be a little bit cautious early on and hopefully can get players through that and know what the expectations will be for them. Because we certainly want to continue to speed up the uh, the process, the development process, and, and obviously helping us win is a big part of that too. I wanted to ask you about Alexei Protus right off the top and a guy that not only got the power play time that he did in Seattle, but every game, his ice time has gone up and up and up. He started out with not even four minutes. Now he's north of 12, 13, 14 minutes sometimes. Obviously, when you look at him, you know what the scouts saw on him. He's got the size. He skates well for a big man. He likes to go to the dirty areas and get the job done. I'm really impressed with what we've seen out of him here. No question. You know what? Honestly, the best thing that happened for him was to come to the American League last year when his KHL season got completed. He did play a lot of hockey last year, which was fortunate during the, uh, you know, obviously it was COVID year and not a lot of guys got to play the amount of games that he played. When he first came back from the KHL, there's no easy way to put this. He wasn't very good for us. He wasn't very good in the American League. It was an eye-opener for him. I think he was surprised. Just a different style of hockey. But, you know, the thing that we talked to him about was the bottom line is this is the type of hockey you have to get ready to play. It's the North American style. The KHL is obviously an outstanding league, very good players over there. But, you know, it's a different style of game. So he took it upon himself. He utilized that as a learning experience, especially probably the last two weeks. He really adjusted, came on strong, especially playing with Brett Leeson those last couple of weeks. And he utilized his offseason to train and prepare himself both physically and mentally for North American pro. And he came, he had a solid camp in Washington, got out of the gate strong with us. In my opinion, up to this point, hasn't looked back. You know, he's made a strong showing up there with the Caps. Another guy that's made a really strong showing, still looking for that first goal, but he has shown NHL speed and then some Axel Janssen Fialbi. I'm really impressed, Scott, with what we've seen. He's been here now for almost 10 games and comes so close to getting goal number one, but I like the fact that he does go to the net. He competes hard, and I know that this was a bit of a work in progress with him over the course of the last couple of years. Tell me what that's been like and what you see in him now. Well, you just said it right there. He has been a work in progress. It's been lots of video sessions. It's been pre-practice, extra work, in-practice, post-practice, individual meetings, just to get him to understand what type of role he was capable of filling, both here first and foremost, and then hopefully at some point in the National Hockey League. And when that call came, let's not forget, it's been a little bit of a tough start of the season for him because he did get claimed on waivers by the Buffalo Sabres. So there he was probably expecting to be in the National Hockey League, at least to start the season, right? And then there was something to do with a visa issue on Buffalo's part that I still don't understand. But the bottom line is they re-waived him. Fortunately, we reclaimed him. 
came back down, started the season for us, was playing well and saw a couple of guys go up before him, but stuck to his guns. To his credit, just kept playing hard, playing smart, playing into that role that everybody in the organization keeps talking to him about. And when he did get his opportunity, again, I feel he's made the most of it up to this point. I feel he's he's fit in nicely. I haven't been able to watch every single game, but I've watched quite a few with those guys up there. And, and I've been extremely happy for him and with him with how he's played. It's always fun when the good soldiers in the organization come up and make an impact. And for Garrett Pilon, he gets his first NHL goal in Anaheim last week. A guy who's been in the organization for a while. He's seen guys get called up. He did get his NHL call up last year. He got one game last season. But another one of those guys you just got to be happy about. You see him break through for goal number one. That's a great feeling for him and I'm sure for a lot of folks in Chocolate Town. Yeah, no doubt about it. Just to go back a little bit on him also was he was a guy that they brought back for the bubble, right? He came to camp in the bubble, but he didn't stick. He got sent home from the bubble. So he wasn't considered at that point a depth guy for them in the playoffs that year. And he was disappointed, but uh, same thing. He had a great meeting. The coaching staff, when he left, they talked to him about what they thought he needed to do. And he took it upon himself to be diligent in his training, work a little bit more on his skating, get his conditioning up to par where it needed to be to give himself the best chance to be the best that he could be. And so as time has gone on, it has certainly shown within his game and how he's been able to play and how he's been able to utilize more of his quickness and his dotting in and out and his skill first and foremost at this level, but to give himself that opportunity to put himself in that call-up role. And when the time came, you know, he gets his chance. It was certainly exciting to see him score his first goal in National Hockey League. Like, I think that's an unreal moment for every player that's ever been able to do that. So, yeah, certainly very happy for him as well. Finally, Scott, on the subject of unreal moments, maybe the best story of the month in Washington was Zach Fucali coming up on November 11th shutting out Detroit at Little Caesars Arena. Here's someone who has toiled in the AHL and the ECHL for more than eight years. We had his father on the show a couple of weeks ago, which was one of the best conversations I think Ben has ever gotten for us. That was unreal. But what did that impact have in the room down there for all those guys that know his story, saw him come up, do what he did? That has to have ramifications for a long time at Giant Center in your locker room. Well, you know what? He's not a well-liked guy. He's a loved guy. He is loved by his teammates because first and foremost, he loves his teammates. He loves being part of everybody's success, team success, individual success. He's as big a part of our team when he's not even playing as, as he is when he's playing. When he's in that backup role, it's almost comical to listen to him and watch him on the bench. He does it all. A third linesman on the ice. He's a third referee. He roots for the guys. He's always talking. His communication's outstanding. Him and Phoenix Copley have as good as a goaltending tandem relationship as I've ever seen. These guys truly love each other, care about each other, want each other to have success. They spend a ton of time with each other away from the rink. It's just incredible. And the best thing for me was, first of all, I was fist pumping in my living room as the seconds ticked down and he had the shutout. But to see him in his post-game interview and be tongue-tied and not have the proper words, I've never seen that out of Zach Fukali because trust me, he's never at a loss for words, this guy. So it was awesome. It truly was awesome. 
There have been a lot of good stories that have happened in Washington for the guys that have come down I-83. Appreciate the time, Scott. Good luck with the Bears, and uh, hopefully everybody starts getting healthy here before too long. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Always appreciate the perspective and the time from the head coach of the Bears, Scott Allen. What a job he and his staff have done in Hershey to prepare his players to make the jump to the NHL level. The Capitals certainly staying afloat these last few weeks in large part to the players filling in from central Pennsylvania. It's the Capitals and the Montreal Canadiens. Tomorrow at 7 o'clock, network airtime is at 645. Your extended pregame show exclusively here on Caps Radio 24-7. We'll start with Ben at 4 o'clock. Have a great Tuesday, everyone.